Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Happy Friday. Oh my God. Boy, has it been a week. I am, um, I have been really slammed with work and I'm freaking exhausted and uh I just don't know how people have kids and do all of this and um I mean I've been walking my dogs and that's just been taking it out of me to even work that into my schedule it's it's a lot and um I want to work out tonight I haven't ran in a couple days because I've just been so exhausted at the end of the day and I just I always want to take a nap at seven o'clock and so I have been lately and then I stay up till one reading on my phone because I'm not on Instagram, still not on Instagram. Um, been reading a lot more books. I'm like flying through things. I'm, I just picked up a new book today that my dad and I are both reading called Utopia Avenue. It's a new book that he picked up at the library that has rave reviews and um, blowing through that. So getting a lot of reading done, which is like the greatest thing for you. I mean, and I didn't even journal today. I haven't had time. I had a pitch meeting early this morning. Also did uh, radio with my ex-boyfriend. I call into his show every Thursday. So I woke up to do that, which is really fun and gets me going. Um, meditated. And then just, I've been hanging around the house. I haven't been out. I haven't been doing my, I didn't go to Starbucks today, which I feel like uh, I missed out on something or I just haven't done my routine. I need to, I need to have my routine. And, uh, but I had a pitch meeting at 11 a.m. So I just stuck around the house and I waited for that to, to roll around and it went really well. And it's just a lot though. You know, I'm trying to sell a reality show about my own life. So it's a lot of talking about myself. It's a lot of listening to other people who I'm producing this with talk about me. And then it's just selling yourself is so embarrassing, you know, um, no matter what you're doing, it's just, and right now selling myself when I'm feeling maybe not so confident about where I am. It's even, but that's the whole point. That's the show I'm selling is that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing right now. And like, why don't we document it? Could be fun. Although I'm terrified that they're, that I'm going to get a show and I'm going to have to actually go on these dates and like date people and be intimate with people and owe them something. What is my fear around that? No one really knows no one really knows. I would have dug into it today during therapy, but I had to push my therapy appointment because I thought I had another pitch meeting, but I got ready for the pitch meeting. I touched, my, touched up my makeup. I went over my notes. That's not true. I don't take notes, but I got real ready and I sat down at my computer. Then I pulled up an email that said it was not going on. It had been rescheduled. So I um, canceled therapy for no reason, just sat around. I hate when things get, first of all, I love when things get canceled last minute because great. I didn't, now I don't have to do a pitch meeting that I was already kind of dreading, not because I didn't want to pitch it, but because I dread any real work. Um, so I was excited to have it canceled, but then I was like, what do I do with my time now? So I cleaned my room. I vacuumed. I practiced guitar for probably three minutes. Gave up on that. I haven't been singing this week. I'm supposed to sing every day for my singing lesson. Haven't sang yet today. Had a great conversation with a friend as I walked my dog earlier today. That was really good. Um, 
then I did a podcast right before this because I just got some new podcasting equipment sent to me by Comedy Central. Hey guys, thank you so much for sending that. Desperately need it. I am not on it right now because I don't know how to work it. I got sent all this stuff and it's fairly, um, should be fairly user friendly, but I just recorded an entire podcast and I can't find it. Can't find it on the card. Don't know where to look for it. My computer is getting old and weird. I am so unsavvy when it comes to computers. I am like not completely illiterate, but like every single computer I ever get just gets to a point where it just is, it's not slow because it's old. It's slow because there's too many things on it. And I use Apple. I mean, they don't get viruses. I don't know what the fuck is going on. They just, it won't play anything. I, I don't need to get into details, but it's, you know, I just hate when technology doesn't work and it causes me so much stress, but I'm not letting it get to me because who the fuck cares? The sky is orange. When the sky is orange, it, it doesn't really, I mean, these little hiccups with audio and, and equipment and me recording a podcast that never will see the light of day. Uh, the scheme of things is not that bad, but it was a good podcast. I was talking to my dad about um, this Raya conversation I was having and, um, and boy, I mean, now I'm in some trouble with this Raya thing because on the podcast, I was trying to send a picture to this guy that I'm having a conversation with during the podcast that you guys will never hear because I can't find it. But during the podcast, I pulled up his profile, showed it to my dad, which I want to go over anyway. I'll get to it right now. So the reason I brought up this guy is I matched with him on Raya. Oh my God, I'm really scared to even go to the Raya app because I have so many messages from him now because he's confused about what I sent. Oh, this is such a long story. Okay, it's actually not. So I matched with this guy on Raya and the only reason I matched with him or the only reason I clicked right on him was because he had a picture in his profile that caused me so much alarm and I wanted answers about it. So his, he's a cute guy, cinematographer, lives in LA, which I might live there someday if it, you know, the world stops ending anytime soon, that would be nice. And I, I gave him a heart and then instantly we connected. That means that he liked my picture already, boom, we're talking. Okay, like it, love it, let's get into this. So then he messages me right away, which I like. Ooh, okay. He messages me, all right, Nikki, icebreaker question. Would you rather change gender every time you sneeze or not be able to tell the difference between a muffin and a baby? Okay, I like this. I like this. I know it's kind of specific and maybe may lame and kind of a line. He's probably used it before, but it's better than um, what I got from another guy. How's your week coming along? Um, actually, that guy's opening line was... Um, have you figured out how to hit on someone during COVID? That's a pretty good line. So he's at, you know, but it's, it's a little, just ask me about something specific about me. I don't know. These guys are trying their best. Let's, let's look at other opening lines these guys have used. This guy, Nick. Hey, Nikki, what's keeping you busy in these times? Any good trips slash road trips recently? Not a bad question. Specific questioning, asking about me. Another guy. Um, this was in December. I'm really into this series of your, I'm really into this photo series of yours pointing at dudes. I guess I had a lot of pictures of me pointing at guys. And then um, three months later, he wrote saying hi again, in case you're on this as rarely as I, as rarely, rarely as I am. Um, and I wrote to him, oh boy, I lied to him. 
not gonna say what I said, but I just did it. He seemed like a nice guy and I told him I met someone, which wasn't wrong. I do meet people all the time, but that's, I definitely lied. I wouldn't do that now after reading Sam Harris's lying book. Let's see what other people wrote. Um, this guy wrote, you seem great, wanted to say hi. Raya is all we have left, right? Great opener. Um, another guy wrote as his opener, Nikki which I liked. Do you know what I, I responded to that? I said, has any girl ever not written back Alex to this? His name is Alex. I was trying to come up with something else and I'm truly stumped. He said, honestly, 60% of the time it works every time, which I hate when guys quote fucking anchor man, but you know, I kind of set them up to do so. <sighs> there's, there's many, I mean, there's openers are really hard. I get it. So anyway, this guy asked me, would I rather switch genders every time I sneeze or would I rather not be able to tell the difference between a muffin and a baby? To which I said, great question. I think baby slash muffin because people might think I'm just calling a baby a muffin in like a, oh, look at that little muffin sort of way. Right? Um, not that I'm actually, when I see muffins, I go, look at the, oh, look at the muffin. I just don't even, so people would probably be more concerned that I'm not acknowledging babies. And then I'm treating them as muffins. And I know you're like, well, what if you tried to eat a baby? Um, that's okay. I don't eat muffins. So that would never happen. I used to like blueberry muffins when I was a kid. And like, and I we used to get these big ones from Sam's Club that were just pretty much cake. But now that I know that muffins are like cake, but they're not as good as cake, I'd rather just have cake. But I don't even really eat cake. I just, uh, uh, yeah, I just, I'm not a muffin girl anymore. Um... But then the other, the reverse would be if I saw a baby and it was a muffin. Oh yeah, so I wouldn't eat it. So I, the baby would be in no harm. I'd be ignoring babies all the time and I'd maybe be throwing babies away or like feeding them to the dog. That could be, that could be a bad situation. But what I would do is I would just let everyone I know know that I don't know the difference between, I have a neurological condition where I can't tell the difference between muffins and babies and then I'd be okay. Changing genders every time you sneeze. I mean, mm, you could always kind of carry some uh, pepper with you. So if you sneeze, you could just get it sneeze again and then switch back. But, and I've never sneezed during sex, which I think that would maybe freak out guys if they, you were having sex and then suddenly you changed genders. But genders really, uh, it's not about what you're born with. It's about who you feel like you are. So honestly, I could be changing genders right now and you wouldn't know it. So gen I would actually choose the gender thing now that I go back on it because it's not like I would turn I would turn into having a penis. I would just feel like a boy inside. And then I would just wait it out until I found some pepper and then I would go back to feeling like a girl. And then I would realize that being a boy feels better and then I would go back to that. Hmm. So anyway, I, I, I wrote back some version of that. And then this is what I actually wrote back to because the reason I matched with this guy was because I wanted to figure out why one of his pictures was the way it was. He had one picture in which he was balancing on a ledge on a 30 foot, like a, not 30 foot, a 30 story building in Manhattan. He is on the ledge of this roof and he is nearly, he's like walking on it in a way that seems haphazard and careless and just so irresponsible. And it made me shiver looking at it. Because I'm not like scared of heights, but I definitely would never balance. I would never walk on a ledge of a roof. There could be a gust of wind that comes out of nowhere. There could be, I could just somehow fling myself over. 
I don't know. I just, I would, I just am totally, that's something I would never do. And it is something that I would never want a partner to do. So I thought maybe this guy has a good excuse for it. I just want to hear the story behind this photo because it does not seem, he is not a daredevil. This isn't like part of his personality or a thing he's talked about on the app. So then I wrote to him, I, I said the baby muffin thing. And then I said, also, please explain to me the pic where you were nearly falling off that ledge. And he said, I was shooting at a hotel in Midtown. He's like a cinematographer. He said, I was shooting at a hotel in Midtown and told them I needed to go to the roof to scout. And then I posted that photo and the hotel got very, very angry. To be fair, they left me up there by myself, so I shouldn't be fully to blame. I wanted a better excuse than that. I wrote back, oh my God, I thought you would say that it was fake or something. It makes my feet tingle when I look at it. And he said, no, but after I did it, I couldn't get back up and do it again. I don't know why. Like, I'll try anything once, like bungee jumping, no problem. But if I don't like it, I'll never do it again. But I'm not really scared the first time. I just can't. I don't know that I can be with someone that, that, that is that death-defying and does stupid stuff once. And then so anyway, I was talking about this on the last podcast that you'll never hear. And I realized that my dad actually is terrified of heights. And he is someone that gets more scared of looking at pictures of people doing height things, height things. He is more scared of these kind of pictures than I am. So I asked him to look at the profile with me. And so on the podcast, we're going through his profile and my dad sees the picture. My dad actually talks me off the ledge and is like, Listen, some people aren't scared of this stuff. That doesn't mean he's a bad guy. You should keep talking to him. And I go, but look at this picture where he's kind of wearing a fedora. And my dad goes, okay, never mind. Just kidding. He didn't say that. He goes, that's not a fedora. He's really defending the guy. My dad is really wanting to marry me off. I can just tell. Um, I, I feel like that to me is a deal breaker. I don't really want to be with people who are constantly, or not constantly, but whoever do something so reckless and because if they treat their own lives like that, they'll probably treat my life like that. And I am very scared of those things. But my dad was just like, sometimes people aren't scared of that stuff. And he probably trusts himself to know that he's not going to fall off. And that made me think of an episode of Louie that I was watching once, which is what you do with a show. I, don't, I didn't need to say that I was watching once. What, was that, what else was I doing with it? Jerking off in front of it? So I was taking in this Louie episode where Parker Posey, she's like the romantic interest and she's on the roof of this building on the ledge sitting. And he's like, no, 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 get back, get back. Oh, come, come back. Please come back. Come, please come back from the ledge. Don't get out there. And she goes, why? And he goes, you might fall. And she goes, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. She was like, I trust myself. I know I'm not going to jump. So I'm not scared. And I thought that was like a really great, uh, and she didn't say exactly that, I'm paraphrasing obviously, but I just thought that was great because I don't trust myself on the ledge and maybe that guy does. And so my dad was like, give him a chance. And I was like, I don't think I can. I'm just so mad about this. I would be, I'm like the hotel. I would be so mad at that guy. I mean, they're mad because he could have died and it would be on them. Maybe I'm mad because why would you do something like that? But then my dad was talking about some like, you know, free climbers who do all that stuff. And they distrust themselves. And I'm just like, I think those people are crazy and I don't want to get close to them. Just like I don't want to get close to a ledge. I don't, I don't know. I was with a uh, guy the other night and he pulled out in front of traffic in a way that made me feel unsafe. And I was furious. 
because I was like, I, you can do this shit on your own time, but not when I'm in the car. Thank you very much. But he trusted himself and knew that it wasn't going to be bad, but you don't fucking know. And so maybe I'm just kind of still upset about that, perhaps. So I decided my dad pulled up a picture on his phone. He was like, I got a picture that'll make your, make you tingle. And I was like, is it a screenshot of Zac Efron on the new show Down to Earth? Which, by the way, Zac Efron is dating a girl. He's practically moved to Australia, and he's holding hands with this girl all the time, and they seem very much in love, and I'm very jealous. And they met in a cafe. She was just, like, working as a, in a cafe, and then they met. And, man, what? She won the fucking lottery. I mean, maybe he's not that great, but I just to, – to be plucked from working in a cafe and end up dating Zac Efron, and then you just live in Australia – where people don't really treat celebrities the same way down there. They actually treat them like people. So he's not going to be like hounded by, well, I did see a paparazzi photo. So maybe he is hounded down there, but I just, uh, projecting a lot onto that relationship. I'll tell you that, but good for her. She's 26. Um, but he's like 32. So not, that's not, that's not too bad. Um, so I never responded to the guy. Cause after that, I was just like, I don't I don't want to keep talking to this person that is so reckless. What's wrong with me? Is that when my dad heard that he was like, why not write the guy back? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just done. I'm such a bitch with guys. I'm looking at my Raya like interactions. I just like, don't let people in. I don't let them get too close. The one guy from Raya that you heard about weeks ago, he wrote me the other day. I just ghosted him. I'm not trying to be cruel. I just, you get it. I'm sure some of you have been in this position where it's not like you don't like the person. You're just, you don't, you're scared to hang out with them. You're scared to FaceTime. I just don't want to. I'm just not ready to, but I might have to do it on a reality show that I'm making. Jesus Christ. So then he writes, um, did you get up? To, so then he explains himself going on the roof, all that stuff. And then he goes, did you get up to anything for the weekend? And that was three days ago. Then this morning I got, or this afternoon, I got a text message or a message from him on the app three days later after I had not responded to his last message. Did you get up to anything for the weekend? He didn't say it like that. It was nicer. And he goes, so I've come to a few assumptions. You either don't like small talk. There's too many options on this app or you have COVID. And there we leave it. Will I write back to him? Yes, because my dad talked me into it. I don't know what I'm going to write. Oh, but what I was going to do is my dad was like, I'll show you a picture that'll make you tingle. He brings up a picture of some guy on the arch, uh, the St. Louis arch in the 1960s when it was first put up. And he's like laying on top of the arch, taking a picture. And it's so insane because the wind gusts up there, when you're up in the arch, you feel the arch swaying back and forth a couple inches. So like the wind is insane when you get up there and it could blow you up even if you're lying down on the arch. I mean, it's just, uh, yeah. So anyway, the picture made me like want to cry. And then I was like, my, I go, maybe I'm not writing back to him because of the, the heights thing. Maybe it's not the picture. Maybe it's because I live with my parents in St. Louis and I just don't feel dateable right now. And my dad was like, why don't you send him this picture and say that this is what you were up to this weekend? Because does he, oh, because I go, I don't even think this guy knows I live in St. Louis. And he goes, well, this will kill two birds. It'll be funny. You can say that this is what you were doing. Um, so you couldn't write him back. So then I opened up the app to send a picture of the picture. And on the, the, the Raya app in the chat is a camera icon that I thought would be 
like accessing my photos to send or accessing the camera to send him a picture, but instead it FaceTimes him. What? That's where your options on Raya. You can write them a message. You can send them a mixtape. What the fuck? Don't even ask me. There's a little picture of a cassette and you can send them like a, a, a track or you can FaceTime them. No photo option. Go fuck yourself, Raya. I, I mean, I, and I, I freaked out. And of course he got a message about it. And then I got an alert and I don't know what the alert was because now I don't see what it was about. It doesn't seem like he has messaged me back. Maybe he got an alert from Raya being like, hey, there's new people on Raya. They often do that. So thank God. I think maybe he tried to call me back. Oh my God. It was, it's so embarrassing. But I am going to write him later and explain everything. And then we'll get married. I'll be back with more show after this. And we're back. Um, <clears throat> just cruising through this day. I have one more pitch meeting. So excited that the last one got canceled. Or not canceled, but moved. I have one more today. And then tomorrow, my, my day is pretty clear. I was going to have a, um, a Zoom call with some girlfriends to catch up with them. I hope every one of you has been um, connecting with people, friends that you haven't seen in a while. It's really good to do. I know some, many of you are probably like, oh, I haven't talked to this person in so long. And you feel bad because you probably owe them a call. Waiting isn't going to make that go away. Just do it. Just do it. It's hard to do, though. I really do feel like my um, ADHD meds have helped me conquer a lot of things I've been putting off. So shout out to medication. I do not feel like I'm properly medicated in the way I want to be because there's um, I hit a real slump later in the day, like real, real tired, total crash, and I don't like it. But I am feeling a lot better than I have ever felt um, during this pandemic. So, and things aren't good. Like things... I'm still very uncertain about a lot of stuff. I'm still um, having performance anxiety in terms of stand-up and um, different appearances and, oh, am I, am I being funny on this? And what are people going to think? And um, But it's not bugging me as much and it's not getting in. I'm not ruminating on it as much. And I don't know what that is, but I definitely feel a shift in that, in that way. My hair is still falling out. I kind of don't give a fuck anymore. I just, it is what it is. I know I've said that before, but it really, yeah, whatever. I, I'm, I'm doing all I can. I am going to figure it out though. I'm going to get to the root of it. Um, but yeah, I cleaned my room today. So proud of myself for that. My mom's going to be thrilled when she comes home from work. I, um, I, I've, I've been staying off Instagram and I just, I cannot recommend it enough. I did get on last night just to go live with Andrew because Andrew was going live and um, my mom saw it. We were all sitting around watching the show, The Good Place, which really into that show right now. I don't know if you guys have ever watched it. It's on Netflix, all three seasons. I just finished season one. It's so good. It really, I mean, I'm dying to talk to someone about it. If you've seen The Good Place and you've made it through season one and you got to the end of that season and you know what I'm talking about, we're kind of, things change. Um, I'm not okay with it. And I am struggling with season two, accepting that the show is a little bit different than I thought it was. And I don't know what that is. I think that that is the, 
I, it's really unsettling to me. And I, I, I can't give too much away. And people that haven't seen the show are probably very annoyed right now. And like, Nikki, just shut up about the show I haven't seen. But it makes me realize that like, I do not like change and I want things to stay the same. And when everything is flipped on its head, it really upsets me. Who does like change though? Does anyone like change? That's like when, when people go, I hate, I hate big crowds. Oh, really? Does anyone like big crowds? You're not interesting. This isn't unique about you. Um, you don't like spiders? Oh my God. Wow. Cool. You're so much different than everyone. Actually, I love spiders. Shout out to Trevor, the spider that lives in my bathroom that I continue to have a relationship with. He is always in the same spot every day. In the middle of the night when I go pee, I do turn on the lights and I go, hey, Trev. I'm literally talking to the spider and I love him maybe more than my own dogs, which I do love my dogs, but lately they've been really, really stressed out. And I am trying to project serenity so that they pick up on it because I know that they're only, they're only exasperated right now because we are in this house and they're picking up on that energy. So they're barking like crazy. And my dad did say earlier, it's cause you get 16 goddamn packages every day. Well, maybe if you didn't get so many packages. Well, people send me a lot of free shit. I went on Joe Rogan. I talked about my hair falling out. Now, 18 different companies send me hair stuff every day, and I fucking love it. But it's a lot of packages, and I do admit that it's, it's annoying. And they don't like people delivering packages. They, my dogs are adamant uh, about that we shouldn't be ordering from Amazon. Maybe it's that. Maybe they just know that Amazon is, um, is bad. Yeah, that's why that's why my dogs hate fireworks too. They're um they're uh they hate the the US. They hate America. Um so my dogs are anxious and I I had a moment earlier with Wiley where he was going off the deep end and freaking out. Wiley is my parents' gigantic dog and I um sat with him and hugged him and just like told him he could cry and said it was okay to cry because I was like, "Oh, maybe he's feeling the same way I felt as a kid, which is this like Sometimes you just want someone to just like hug you and let you feel sad and anxious instead of yelling at you and telling you that you're wrong for feeling that way. So I was just like, Wiley, your feelings towards the FedEx person are so valid. I would feel the same way. Come here, big dog. And I just hugged him and he just burrowed in my lap and it was a very sweet moment, but he's just so gross feeling like his fur just doesn't feel very good. And it like leaves this dander on my hands and he's just too big for me to wash. So he doesn't really get washed that much. And he's always running through the dirt. And so there's only so much I can like really let him like snuggle with me. And all he wants to do is snuggle. I feel bad. I'm going to snuggle him after this. Cause I mean, I'm going to, I hope to snuggle with him after this. I'm not going to make a promise I can't keep. So I hope to but he's just so wiry and he's so big. I mean, he gets so much less love, like physical attention and affection than the small dogs in this house. And it's really unfortunate. Big dogs deserve love too. And I got to spend more time on the ground with him, just like hugging him. Cause he's so big and sweet, but he's just, he's just too big. And I really relate to him in terms of being just like anxious. And he did, he did like let it out. He like, I think he was much calmer after I sat with him for like five minutes, but I did get off Instagram and it was, it's, it's been freeing you guys. I can't recommend it enough. I love it. My friend, I, um, my friend, I called her yesterday, the friend I had talked to in forever. And I called her and I go, Hey, what's up? And she's like, 
girl, I'm just like really just, I'm eating an egg and I'm just like on Reese Witherspoon's Instagram and I'm seeing her with her daughter and I'm just feeling so old. And I was like, girl, like I've been there. I compare myself to Reese Witherspoon a lot. And she goes, no, I'm comparing myself with her daughter. And I was like, oh my God, I've done that too. We're actually, we're, we, uh, girls, I don't know about you. I'm comparing myself to preteens. And not in a way that I'm like, oh, their body's better than mine or whatever, like that. I'm like, wow, they have like their whole life ahead of them and they don't, they get to like be a young woman at some point. And I'm like jealous of that because now I'm 36. And I'm like, when did this fucking happen? I was thinking the other day, if I get pregnant, not that I want to have kids, but if I got pregnant tomorrow, that means in like already nine months out, I'm 37 when I have the baby. And then I'm 40 when they're like two and a half or three, like that's fucking wild. There's no way I'm not, if I have a baby to, if I get pregnant tomorrow, I will be a 40 year old woman with a baby, which isn't absurd. And obviously is a thing that happens, but when the fuck did I get close to being 40? I just don't know when that happened. I, I know that people always say that when they get older, like, when did this happen? I don't know when I became in my late thirties. I mean, it was June 1st, uh, 2020 when I turned 36. I mean, that's your late thirties, but I don't, it just happened in the blink of an eye and time is a ticket, but I'm okay with it in this moment. I'm okay with it. I wanted to re-download Instagram so I could just go on for a second. I have about five minutes to talk to you guys before I got to jump on another um, pitch meeting to sell this reality show that I'm terrified of doing. But listen, that's what I do. I sign myself up for things that scare the shit out of me. Dancing with the Stars, American Ninja Warrior, Untitled Nikki Glaser, reality dating show. Oh my God. Yeah, last night I went live with Andrew on Instagram. I installed it last night just to um, go with him on it because my parents and I were all watching The Good Place and um, he went live. My mom goes, Andrew's going live. And I go, let's, let's check in with him. And he was naked in bed, totally naked in bed and um, in the dark, hugging a pillow. And it was just hilarious. That's how I like my Andrew Collin. I don't want to see him like thriving and flexing and doing dances. I like to see him a little bit um, depressed. And that's not really nice to say, but we had such a good convo and had such a fun time on an Instagram live. Okay. I'm on Instagram right now and I have hundreds of messages that I have not read and I cannot get to all of these and they're freaking me out. Um, someone sent me their stand-up clip so that I could post it. Uh, let's see. Brody said, listening to today's podcast and it instantly improved my mood. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brody. That's so nice. Um, car buying tips. Okay. Someone said, I'm sure this is low priority for you, but I just wanted to comment on your thoughts about a car. I have nothing better to do as I walk down 27 flights of stairs to go to my building's gym to work out. Number one, bumper stickers severely depreciate a car's value. They are also hard to get off without damaging the paint. Jason, thank you for this. I'm kind of off the bumper sticker train but not totally. I just don't know what message I want to convey on bumper stickers, but I just saw a car with bumper stickers the other day and I kind of liked it. And I like the look, but I also am a celebrity driving around St. Louis and I don't know that I want to be like, hey, look at me. I think that's kind of obnoxious. And I think bumper stickers are a desperate attempt for people to look at you. So maybe I don't want bumper stickers. Number two, he says, my friend got some magnetic strips that she cut up. So she put the stickers on a strip to, to them 
then mag magnetically put on the car. Okay, great idea. So if I really want to do bumper sticker, I'll get magnetic strips. Number three, be careful about bumper stickers. It's advertising your views. In this environment, that could be dangerous. I know. Bring it on. No, I know. I'm, I'm actually very scared of that. There's insane um, people around here. There's a guy that has a fucking flag in my neighborhood that says, Trump, um, enough of the bullshit. It says the word bullshit in a, a, a suburban neighborhood. And he has kids. I mean, it's so stupid. And, and the, the mask incident in the Starbucks yesterday makes me feel like people are not of sound mind. And that was a man that did not look crazy. So the, the, it, my political views on a bumper sticker might start make people mad. But if I put something about being vegan or I like Taylor Swift, I don't know. If that upsets people, if I die because someone has road rage against me because I'm a vegan, that's a cross I, I'm willing to die on. Is that the way you say that? That's a fucking mountain I'm ready to eat, uh, not eat an animal on and die of um, not cardiovascular related problems because I've never eaten meat and I have a clean diet. That's probably killing me making my hair fall out and I should be eating eggs, but I can't find any eggs that guarantee they're from chickens that aren't stressed out because they say free range and you, it doesn't mean that. I know it doesn't, they're lying to you. They all packaging lies. So unless I see coming out of a chicken that is smiling, I can't eat a fucking egg. I just don't think I'll do it. I think I'd rather just my hair fall out forever. Okay, I got to really wrap this up. Number four, looking for cars. True car, Carfax, market, Facebook Marketplace. All right, sweet. Thank you, Jason. I don't know that I'm going to buy a car yet because now I'm thinking about I might go to New York for a little bit. But now I might sell a reality show and be stuck here so that I will get a car. Today, Monica Lewinsky on Twitter said she can't decide between a Tesla and a Subaru. And I've never felt, I've never seen a tweet that was like, holy fuck, that is so specifically what I'm dealing with. Mine's more of like a Tesla slash Prius, but I'm actually into Subarus as well. It's a good looking car. It always reminds me of Dave Matthews because Dave Matthews band used to be giving away a Subaru in the year 2002 when I was really into them. And I, I was, I remember being like, oh my God, Dave has, that's the car I'm going to get someday because it has Dave associated with it. And it really had nothing to do with him. It was just like his, you know, the, it was some promotion they were doing with fucking Subaru and he had, he wasn't like he was in the car at one point. Maybe he was, maybe there was a picture of him with the car you were going to win. That was like, Oh my God, then I'll have that car that like Dave Matthews touched who gives a shit. I have to go. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast this week. Listen to it next week. Um, have a great weekend. Um, and squirt, squirt jackpot. This has been a comedy central podcast. 